This time on Matters. Bullying. Podcasts. I just want a coffee! All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. Matters. Tight His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah! Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to you. I'm Matt Noss. Across from the table at me is Matt Rose. How you doing, Matty? Oh, Matt. I can hear it in your voice, my friend, as if a frog moved in. It was like, <laughs> this is where I live. A drunk frog, yeah. <laughs> you texted me last night. Oh, God. I texted you. <laughs> um, yeah, I was. I went to, uh, to Ale Mary's because they had Oktoberfest. And uh, they also have a, a, a like a decent food menu, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna have some beer and probably whiskey, which I think might have been what really pushed me over the edge." <laughs> um, but yeah, I was sitting there and, and um, I was looking at their their whiskey list, and they've got like a pretty big whiskey, extensive, list. yeah. yeah. Uh, and I saw they had 1792 um, small batch, and I was like, "Oh, I'll try that." Are you going to read what I... Re- this is this is the text that I got from Matt. 8.36 p.m. <laughs> Have you ever had 1792 small batch? It's smooth. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I've never had it before. Didn't text back. Before I could text him back, I get that. If Morty said something about being smooth to Rick, and Mick was, and Rick was like, "You don't know what smooth is, Morty," and I mean, in whatever way kids mean uh, it now, I mean scientifically, Morty. And then he would make an absolute smooth surface, and then Morty would touch it and freak out and scream about reality being a lie. That's how smooth 1792 small batch is. So then I just uh, sent him a gif of Mr. Poopy Butthole going, "Ooh wee." <laughs> Ah, uh, so it's pretty smooth, huh? <laughs> Across the table, you just heard his voice. Uh, you know him from his appearance on Transmission from the Dark Side. Being somebody, n- was it? I'm somebody. <laughs> J.R. Sturberg is here. Yeah, clap for me. Um, JR, it has been a long time coming to have you on the show. Uh, we, I should have asked you what you wanted in your intro, which is my job, and I didn't do it. Uh, so, so why are you here? Tell the people. <laughs> oh, this is such a big question. Why am I here? Why am I? Why am I anywhere? I just, I mean, well, well, if you're asking, you, you are the producer. Of a couple podcasts, yeah, that we're fans yeah. of, yeah, uh, and I mean, I I do podcasts all the time. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I I love comedy, uh, and I I don't know. I just I, I well, I asked you to be on the show specifically yeah. because I felt like it was overdue. When you guessed it on transmissions, we talked about you being on matters, oh, and yeah, then yeah. Um, very recently. We with uh, we did a collab show. Yep. Between spooky, spe- spooky, sexy, scary, which yep. I almost called spooky, spexy, sperry. Oh, that's the, that's the offshoot that we're doing. That's the, that's, <laughs> we're doing that. It's a, next it's month. the scary show for people with speech impediments yeah. and bad <laughs> vision. <laughs> yeah. Spexy. Spexy. Oh, spexy is back. Spexy's back. I don't know if you saw Richard Golden has returned uh, to 
So I didn't Detroit know. Detroit Star. Right. Right. So DOC just created a store called C. S-E-E. What? Oh. And, but it's still him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it was because he got caught in a Ponzi scheme or something. Like, or if he's just pivoting and this is like a brand realignment. A brand realignment. <laughs> but I passed C, S-E-E, mm-hmm. in, uh, in Lake, Lakeside Mall? Nope. Somerset Mall? Yes. The collection. Uh, and <laughs> there was a cardboard cutout of Richard Golden with his hands in his pockets. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Doing the sexy spec oh, dance. Oh, I love it. And I was like, I got to get JR on the show. Yeah. About this. <laughs> I'm into it. I love it. Uh, Spooky, spexy, scary. scary. <laughs> He's all those things. Yeah. Uh, also, the Detroiters episode where they uh, yeah. yes, where they yeah. make fun of that yeah. makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> they call them f- funky specs. Funky specs. H- yeah, hunky. Some, is it hunky specs? H u n. I think I think it was hunky specs. Yeah. It makes it makes me laugh every single time, and I'm just. Oh. I love that he walks into a bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and there's always construction workers. Always. Always. <laughs> Like what are the your eyes are under construction, right? Is that the, the, I don't know. I maybe I'm reading too much into it. Well, he, he, well, your your eyes are always being demolished, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> As you get older, by the ravages of time, yeah. <laughs> entropy increases. Or, yeah, and then uh, it is up to Richard Golden and his family to reconstruct them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, through eyeglasses. Oh. Um, but how we 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 introduced you, but I have to go back to Matt for a minute. Yep. So how you holding up, buddy? <laughs> um, well, so after <laughs> oh man, after I uh, I had dinner and my uh, my beer and whiskey at El Mary's, I went to uh, Guzzoline because it's you know it's just right around the corner, and uh, I don't remember how many beers I had there. <laughs> I just remember I was I was telling Catherine uh, when you uh, when you were at the store <laughs> that when my Lyft driver came to pick me up, um, I felt like he was he was trying to work on his tight five for open oh mic boy. night, um, where like I got in, <laughs> and it was like, hey, how are you doing? And then he just <laughs> he just went right into it. Hey. You ever thought about the arc? Like Noah's Ark, <laughs> it just <laughs> went from there where it was like, I I can't get out, so I'm yeah. along for the ride. Let's see. Man, I gotta start being a Lyft driver. <laughs> I gotta start working on my comedy. And you lift. have to start working on your type yeah. five and a Lyft. Yeah, that's a great idea because I mean they're trapped. Yeah, so <laughs> you can like make sure that they're listening to what you're saying, and also you have like the timer. Until you get their house. <laughs> so if you're not like quite ready, but you think something's working out, you're like, oh, I'll just go run the block a couple more times. And <laughs> oh man, was he funny though? He, I think, I think that his act needs a little yeah. work. Oh, I mean, yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems to be if you're opening with Noah's Ark material, yeah. <laughs> like well, you might have an I, audience in mind already. Yeah, <laughs> and it's called the Christian Rumpus Room yeah. of St. <laughs> <of> Pete's. <laughs> Um, but he, he had a very like late eighties Sinbad vibe to him. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. It was, I mean, you know, I I had, I had a good time on my way home. It was, it was fun. You ever notice that when in the Bible, (laughs) (laughs) 
going. You know. You know those. You ever notice in the Bible how there's those kids that called the guy a bald head and then they got eaten by bears? You ever notice that? <laughs> no, what, what, what was that in the Bible? It's in there. It's in there. <laughs> I, love, I love the conceit of that joke is that in the Bible there's kids calling someone a bald head. Oh, no, that's a thing. What? I'm not even making that up. That's that's an actual thing. In the Bible, there's a story where kids are calling, I forget who they're calling a bald head, but God is angry at them, and so he th- kills them with bears. <laughs> I'm 100% not kidding. It's it's in there. Well, I mean, I wish I had a device that made it very easy. <laughs> to search the Bible? To search the Bible. Yeah, uh, only. <laughs> Matt, I am happy that you... Took a lift home. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, sounds, I lifted up there and I lifted home. It started like at eight thirty or. Um ready no, for a I lift. started I started earlier than that. Oh wow, I started at like seven. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I I went there for dinner and then it was like, well, this is my night, I guess. Yeah. And then once I got home, <laughs> once I got home, it was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm going to watch episodes of Freaks and Geeks that I bought <laughs> the other day because I bought the Blu-ray um, and I wanted to see how good the the, the picture was. Is it's, it good? It's ridiculous. Really? It looks so good. Um, like they had the... I wonder the, if that was shot in video or film. I think it was shot in film. Because, I mean, it, it is it is like a yeah. widescreen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it... It's HD. Yeah, it looks really good. Looks really good, huh? Yeah, I was I was very happy about that, and then I just watched. Jeez, I don't know. Did it, you go straight from the beginning, or did you? Uh, no, because I had been watching them on uh, on Netflix. Like yeah, yeah. I watch them like once a year. Yeah, uh, and it's I pretty started. Easy. It's like one season, so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just started. Are you, uh, well, how's it going, Matt? You find the bald head? Oh, yet? I've got it, <laughs> guys. Yeah. It's the story of Elisha yep. and the children. <laughs> and the children came up to Elisha in the city of Bethel and said, uh, Go up, thou ball head. <laughs> Go up. <laughs> Elijah turned back and looked onto them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. Then there came forth two she bears out of the wood <laughs> and tear forty and two children of them. <laughs> Don't fuck with the Bible, bro. No. Don't call people ball heads. But also, have you noticed that men and women are different? C-O-M-B cone. T-O-M-B two. That makes no sense. I mean, um, we're ripe for Gallagher to re- uh, reappear, right? Oh, yeah. I am so ready. Well, I, I mean, he already did kind of like start his, his resurrection at the gathering of the juggle. Oh, yeah. Because he, oh, man. I forgot he did that Mark Marin episode, too, where he was like, he got angry and he left. And he left. Yeah, yeah right. I forgot about that. Have you guys heard the news? <laughs> no, I'm going to say no. Last night, so this is now a week and a couple days ago. Shaggy Two Dope of the group ICP rushed the stage of a Limp Biscuit concert and attempted to dropkick Fred Durst. Yep. I just saw this because of your other podcast, Roach Coach. That is correct. Yep. <laughs> and this was the funniest video 
because he doesn't actually drop kick him. He misses. He like, misses Fred, by a country mile. Fred Durst is walking forward as he's trying to drop kick him, and it's like he doesn't think about the math of like. <laughs> I'm oh, not traveling as yeah, fast as yeah, Fred. <laughs> yeah, and he just like drops, and then people drag him off the stage. Why did he do it? I, I don't know. Was I mean, he was he dressed like a clown? Of course I'm, he was. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't leave the house without it. <laughs> it's just. Uh, oh my god! I I really want to watch this video now. Yeah, the world. <laughs> we'll the watch world it during the break. Yeah, oh, okay. the world of ICP is man. It is something else, and it's something I appreciate a lot because it's like these people really care about this. But it's also something I do not understand. Understand at all. Yeah. Well, coming from uh, the Roach Coach side of things, I have repeatedly stated that I don't understand ICP at all. Mm-mm. And at the same time, we have a lot of fans who love them. Right. Yeah, Roach right. Coach fans. They love ICP. They love yeah. ICP. And we're doing this thing called the Juggalo Hundo. We got 100 reviews on iTunes. So we're reviewing the Amazing Jekyll Brothers, which yeah. is the new metal ICP record. Okay. So in in preparation for that, I have been doing some ICP research. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) uh, As to not be what they refer to as a nutting hole, which is just basically a pussy hole. A nutting hole. Oh, nutting. Wait, nutting. N-E-D-E-N. Nutting. Yes. Nutting hole. There's a whole language wow. that the family has. I love this so much. Yeah, I, I should ask uh, I should ask Chris Mars for translation <laughs> yes. services. There, <laughs> there is a whole other language that is spoken by the family. Whoop whoop, and <laughs> and here's the crazy thing. I think Bloomer is my anchor. Yeah, because of all the people sh- that should be the most cynical and mean-spirited mm-hmm. towards ICP in my mind on face value. Yeah. She's like they're cool as hell, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like I went to XYZ event with a bunch of uh, juggalos and they took care of me and it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear that a lot more than they're the worst. Right. Yeah. You know. It doesn't ever seem like they're harming anybody. That's the thing. Is that they like a like... type of fun that you don't like. Right, right. That's exactly. That's it. All it is. They yeah. care about something that you don't like. Right. That's it. And oh, yeah. and luckily doesn't hurt anybody. Right. Because <laughs> there's plenty of people who like things I don't like right. that need to really stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> need, to, need to really like rein it in. Yeah. So this is a weird shift and a hard turn, but... Tell me about Hearsay. Okay. Tell me about your podcasting network because All it's right. interesting because we started Gabber and we were on Go Comedies um, under Go Comedies wing mm-hmm. on gocomedy.net for probably the first two years of yeah, us doing this I think, show. I think at least the first two years. Yeah. Okay. So, and before we kind of broke off and we're like, let's just do our own thing. Yeah. So I kind of want to know how you got to with Hearsay. Uh, so. I have been listening to podcasts since really around like 2005 or 2006. Like, and I had started some like the my living room and stuff, and they hadn't really done anything because I didn't have equipment or anything. It was just recordings on my phone or whatever. And so, a couple of years ago, I guess it was I guess it was last year where 
I was talking to Andy and Maria and I was like, I want to start a podcast network. I am sick of not doing it. And I want people to have a creative outlet. I want to make funny stuff and I'm sick of not doing that. So let's right. do it. So let's make something. And so we just started and uh, we've just been building it up from there. So how many shows do you have on, on your network? Uh, well, right now we have uh, Spooky, Sexy, Scary. We have Ask Me a Question, which is where I ask somebody a question and then I don't let them finish. And then that's the entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we've had the uh, Welcome to the Gayborhood with the Gay Agenda. And uh, we have a couple more that are in the pipeline that we're working on right now. Uh, there's a movie podcast called Stick the Landing that we're recording. Uh, they're just a movie review podcast that talks about the ending before the rest of the movie. So they're basically going, like, does this movie suck at the end or not? Should you watch it? No. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good one. Um, I want to start doing more panel shows and stuff, though, I think. Like more like the British style panel shows, I feel like podcasting is a good format for that. So you're talking like um, where like kind of like how Hollywood Squares had like four yeah. or five people, yeah, or um, p- password, yeah, was kind of like mm-hmm. that, where everybody could kind of chime in, and yeah, you kind of have pers- a little goofy bits with each other and stuff, and yeah. Is there any American equivalent to no. that? Americans do not like it. I think I think that Americans do not like panel shows in general. I don't know. Because hmm. I can't think of any real American panel shows. What's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? That's just a straight... That would be... No, that, I mean, that would be a panel show. That'd oh, be, I love Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I feel like, in general, people don't really like it. I don't know. I don't it's know. kind of fallen out of favor. Yeah. Like, the closest that we get to a panel show is probably James Corden's show right now, but it's always different people yeah. every night yeah there you go yeah the american talk show is like it's always different instead of like i guess howard stern dick, dick kevin yeah. used to kind of be because he would have sometimes he would have multiple people on at once right yeah and that if they all play off each other like they have good rapport off of each yeah. other like the british ones it always seems like it's the same five people right yeah and then that kind of lends it to be like they all know each other's weak spots. Right. So it's like they and they're also willing to accept that they have weak spots and they're also willing to like get poked and poke at other people. Right. You know? So when so, the jabs come, yeah. they know how to jab right back. Right. right. And it's just kind of fun to listen to people do that. There is one British game show that always shows up in my, there's two of them actually, that always show up in my Facebook feed mm-hmm. for funny moments from TV shows. Yeah. And it's this incomprehensible math show that's basically number wing. Oh, yeah. What is that called? Uh, countdown. Is it Countdown? countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Count- I have no idea how this game works. Yeah. It's just like at the end, there is a an answer that they're supposed to get to. There's a moderator. And then there's a woman by kind of a blackboard. Yeah. You know, like she's... <laughs> oh, yeah. The- where, she's, where you get the numbers... And you have to come up with the largest number, I think, is the concept of the show. Is it the largest number? I, or it might it might be that you get a number and you might have to... I don't know. I don't remember. It's See, that's the, I yeah. miss the conceit every yeah. time I watch it. Yeah, me too. And this is like, what number do you have? 42. And I'm like... <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then she walks through this math problem with just numbers on the board. And I'm like, 
what is this shit? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but just... in the meantime, they're making fun of each other in the most British way <laughs> yeah. humanly possible. <laughs> oh, it's so great, though. I just, I, I really like that. Like, people can just sit across the table and just have fun doing a game and, like, kind of like you're sitting with your friends and just shitting on each other, kind of having fun. Well, that's, that's what I love about podcasting yeah. in general is that, you know, like Matt and I talked about it on last week's show where. Number one, like matters really chronicles our friendship for the yeah, last three years. Yeah. And it chronicles our highs and our lows and, you know, cars driving into each other's houses right. and, <laughs> and uh, babies entering the world. But it's like, no matter what, like we have it. Yeah. Yeah. And and some of the coolest things that have happened have just been from what we love. What I loved in high school hanging out was with Matt is like finding comedic moments. Yeah. Yeah, like having something totally not work, but then the seventeenth time, it's like stop it, yeah, (laughs) because it is funny now, but now it's funny for a completely different reason. (laughs) Now it's funny because I want you to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Now I'm funny. It's funny because I hate it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just I don't know. There's there's just I feel podcasting has really opened up comedy to a place where anybody can do it for one thing but also where you can have an opportunity without having to maybe make the sacrifice of like oh i have to write a a complete show or i have to uh or i have to go up and practice my five minutes on stage or in my (laughs) lift you know uh but Uh, wait don't leave i've got a whole thing on jonah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, so I've just loved them, and I feel like it's something I needed to do. Yeah, so, yeah. What I, I what I like, well, I like, and I'll let Matt answer for him. But for me, it was like doing so much improv, and how ephemeral it is. I did like that there was something that captured it. Oh, okay, that it was like. Oh shit! We have that on tape. Yeah, we have that bit. Yeah, we have you know, that we, one thing that was really good that nobody will ever remember again is now recorded. Is now recorded. Well, yeah. like with Chris Fortin when he was on the show, like yeah. three minutes what was in, it, bang it was bang. <laughs> like we said that he was on a we we brought him on to put him on a terrible prank show called <laughs> Bang, and then throughout the whole episode we were just going bang, bang, bang yeah, bang. It was stupid, <laughs> and it was but it was fun, right? And it was like. Oh my god! And that would never. No, you you can't translate it. It is uh, yeah. Unless it's recorded, you can't. You can't make it again. In the same way that it was right. Well, I remember. I listen. I listen still to um, how did this get made, but they watched reindeer games, and there is a moment in the show where they realize. That the lead character's name is Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> and you just like the and, and it's magic the first time you listen to like it. Like it's some kind of like if very, like if all of them things. just start to go, you know, why are they calling this reindeer games? His name is Rudy. <laughs> And Rudolph the and all of them at the same time were like, why? Just they lost it, and it was just beautiful. It was just such. I was like, that is those moments with your friends that I lived for. Yeah, 
that I still like. Those are and you get to share them with people, and people get to share them also. Like they yeah. get to be part of it. You know, there think, is. Go ahead. I, I think that probably one of my favorite instances of that is the episode of transmissions where Jen started in on the nuts having holsters. Yes. And it was got William Cartwright and Carson <laughs> Stevenson. Carson Stevenson. Jeez. That's a name and, and, like, and I was I'm just sitting across from her watching her do this and I can just see her mind like starting to paint itself in a corner where she's like, uh, there's no way out, law, man. <laughs> there's no way out. There's no way out. No, I guess there well, is. Well, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> I love a well-placed, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> and Carson Stevenson. Like you just hear her come up <laughs> he with was, the name. Right. He right. was an English man. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Oh, my God. Podcasts are great. They are. And, I mean, it's just another medium for comedy to come out. And But I, I in, in an interesting way, I feel close to the people that do podcasts. Like, when I listen to a podcast over and over again, like, I feel like I'm part of yeah. their world. Yeah. And I hope it's the same for people who listen to our podcast. And I oh, feel yeah. like from the... The Roach Coach one has the most visceral response from people. Right. You know, we don't get a ton of response on matters or, but transmissions we do. Yeah, we've been, we've been getting a lot more lately too. Which has been great. And at the end, <laughs> at the end. <laughs> you guys have finished. <laughs> we'll finish round one. We're, oh, yeah, oh, you're we're, going start, we're starting round. Monsters. Okay, so. I didn't. Uh, okay. Yeah, so transmissions is anthology horror. Right. Like, and there's plenty of anthology horror for us to oh, watch. Oh, I see. So you're just doing more than. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I got you, got you, got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had that conversation of like, are we still having fun? Yeah, yeah. Do we still want to keep going? Yep. And everybody was like, yes and yes. Yep. Uh, so I don't know how you approach this stuff, but one thing that I tell uh, people doing new podcasts is to not worry about if you start seeing like, because in the beginning of any podcast, you get really excited about it, right? It's always very exciting to start a new podcast. But that can fizzle out pretty quickly, mm-hmm. especially if you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> right. Especially <laughs> if you're tired, you know. it's And especially if no one's listening. Right. Mm-hmm. So I tell them, like, just make six episodes. Make six. Make that your goal. And then you can quit. And, like, if you're still into it, keep doing it. And if you're not, quit. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to, like, make a deal out of it you don't have to keep going with that same idea mm-hmm. i think being we could have just that. done six episodes <laughs> well there went three years of our, our lives, lives. <laughs> well i love how dry you delivered <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, we could have just hung out fine matt <laughs> Well, uh, I'm going to just start unplugging these mics. All right. All right. (laughs) I do think people misunderstand what they're signing up for. Yeah, I do too. That's why I kind of try to be cautious with them because it's a lot of work. I went to Podcast Movement this year Mm -hmm. in Philadelphia and went to the first timers. You know, they had like an event for people whose first time it was, which was awesome. It was really cool. It was cool to meet everybody there. 
And one of the guys is actually the guy who is coming to go comedy in October as part of like that stupid money uh, show. There's a live podcast that's happening at Go Comedy at the end of October. And he said, when you're here, uh, treat everybody here like your coworker. Yep. Like uh, like you are in the break room. Yeah. Don't think of these people as people who are going to listen to your podcast. Yep. You know, and uh, it helped. So I started just asking people because I'm like working on being more outgoing and talking to people about their shows and what they're doing. And this one guy was like, yeah, I'm going to do a daily show. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Both of your eyes got super wide. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's ambitious. He's like, yeah. And I could just tell him like, I don't know if you're going to do a daily show. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Buddy, you don't know. Like, It's a a lot of work. And I mean, is some people what, who do it. Is this what he's going to do for a living? It didn't seem like this is what he was going to do for a living. Well, there's like Entrepreneurs on Fire was a, da- a daily podcast for probably three years before he got big enough mm-hmm. that it could be like, eh, this does not need to be daily anymore. Right. Or what is daily is like from the three-year glut right, right, right. that he had. So he didn't need to keep going on the daily pace. I mean... I've definitely thought about doing it, but mostly as a way for me to wake up in the morning because <laughs> I'm so bad at waking up in the morning. If I have something like at home where I'm like, I'm just going to record for a half hour, that would help me get out of bed, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, but this was like a new but, interview yeah. every day. Oh, no. Jeez. You, you, that's for one thing, unless you have some kind of backing, there's no way you're going to get somebody in your house every day. Yeah, this well, Entrepreneur right. on Fire did it all through Skype, right? Well, yeah, okay. That's so he, like he would record three full days on a weekend. Yeah. So it'd be like three eight-hour days of back to back to back to oh back God. to back to back See, interviews, yeah. and I'm like, like we're doing the first one today, and it's like after you, we have a two-hour break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I just. <laughs> I need a nap. Well, we need to make sure yeah. that we get some food that isn't yeah. caramel corn. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, we might be wimpy little babies, but I feel the same way. <laughs> like, I want everybody to feel comfortable. I don't. I, I don't think that you should have to work so hard that you feel like you're dying for you know. Right. Like, there's yeah. nothing. It's not. I worth shouldn't be it. eating trail mix while we're talking. Right. right. <laughs> Gotta get that protein <laughs> in, bro. Oh my god! If this podcast doesn't get done. Oh, everybody's going to be so mad at me and the world's going to end. It's so funny because like during one of the sessions, like for beginners, they were like, hey, are you doing one and you're thinking about retooling, but you haven't because you don't want to stop doing the podcast that you're doing right now? Just fucking stop. Yeah. (laughs) Make it fun, guys. (laughs) Nobody wants to listen to like you not having fun doing something either you know it's the same thing as improv or stand-up or anything nobody wants to watch somebody on stage who's not having fun oh man when uh when jen hansen was doing the stand-up yeah uh, at ridley's there were some people in her class that really did not want to be named the map if you can remember oh their names, god name i wish i could <laughs> Um, We're putting you on blast, class of <laughs> Ridley's <laughs> Comedy Castle, yeah. Yeah. class of seventeen. <laughs> Good job, Megan. <laughs> but no, I felt I felt really bad for them, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it's not fun for anyone to sit there and watch someone 
dying on stage and having a horrible time. Yeah, and like oh. you can just tell that this person is like a couple seconds away from just peeing. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it, it it's it's really hard to want to do that all the time if that's what is it going to yeah. be like yeah. so for a podcast hearing people do things like let's say that they were watching a cartoon from the <laughs> 80s that they really liked as a kid but and then, then like as as adults they watched it and they were like oh man this is garbage but we said we were going to do it anyway so here we go um you know you can you can tell that they are slowly losing, losing their, their goddamn mind. minds yeah um I I love sidetracking. Um, have you guys played the open mic simulator? No. What? Oh, this so, game looks terrible and fun. Yeah. So this is an open mic sim- simulator. It is a text-based adventure by oh Patrick Sussmilch. Milsh. Sussmilch? Sure. Uh, this is version 1.0. Hello. This is an interactive fiction. It lets you choose your path in the depressing world of open mic comedy. (laughs) No choice is the wrong choice because they're all the wrong choice. (laughs) Begin. Warning. You are about to begin open mic comedy. Are you sure you want to ruin your life? (laughs) Yes or no? (laughs) If you say no, it says, you win. (laughs) You won comedy by never even starting. Go have fun with your many well-adjusted friends. (laughs) I, I, I love that. Because, for one thing, well, I love it because it's true. It's funny because it's true. Funny because it's true, dude. It's funny because it's true. Uh, but it's also that thing where you don't have to do stand-up to do comedy. Right. You know? If you want to make something, you don't have to do that stuff. Also, super saturated with straight white dudes <laughs> coming <laughs> up on stage giving their opinions. <laughs> which isn't really comedy. It's just them saying what they think. <laughs> Oh man, there was there was another guy at that um that stand up thing that Jen was doing. Yeah. Where I I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to sum this dude up. Are you talking about the rage ball? Yep. Uh oh, the man. um I've seen those things before. are I guess things are tough for middle aged white guys. Yeah. Am I right? It's so tough. This world that is supposed to be for me is confusing <laughs> uh i go to starbucks and all Damn it, i was just gonna do, do it, it do it do it i'm well, stealing your thunder well so i go to starbucks the other day and i just want a freaking coffee and so i go up to him and i say can i have a coffee uh, do you want soy milk with that i just want a coffee see matt i do think that you should go up on stage and do that as a bit <laughs> Because that's really funny. <laughs> I mean, doing the meta bit of somebody is kind of funny to me. Like, if you're doing a character of somebody who's like, I just want a coffee. That's hilarious. You should do that. You should do that. <laughs> but I mean, Venti. <laughs> what does that even mean? I wanted a large. Oh my God. That's so terrible. I'm so sorry you guys had to sit. Well, some of the people were funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Jen was funny. Yeah. But some of the people were not funny. Yeah. And I just, it, it goes back to what you were saying of just watching somebody slowly die yeah. in front of you. And, and parking. What's the deal with parking? Well, yeah. Nosebleed, pass yeah. out. Like, <laughs> no, hey, man. Just, nobody cares. Yeah. Just have, if, I also think that there's some inauthenticity to that, you know? 
Like when people are up there and they're getting so mad, you're just like, is this really you or is this just what you want people to see you as? And yeah. that nobody wants I think, to see that I think that this guy, that's probably just who he was. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm, like, sure, I'm sure that the instructor was like, maybe tone it down, dial it back a little bit. Yeah. Make more jokes, not yeah. so many racial slurs. Oh, like I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> oh my uh, god, this world is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we need an orange leader with bad hair to tell us what to do. <laughs> you know, someone with sound financial backing <laughs> of their father. Somebody I'm, who knows the bankruptcy system and can use it to our advantage. <laughs> Since it's all our own rules anyway, why are we playing our own game? <laughs> Uh, what is the voice that you I don't, I don't know. I love this guy. Yeah. I, I do, too. It's, I just All never... I'm saying is, I'm more upset now that he's been elected. <laughs> I thought I was going to win. Okay, so you want to do number six large? Is that what it, what it is? All I know <laughs> is that coffee is for closers, <laughs> and I ain't closed the door in years because I don't have keys. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. <laughs> that was my five. Thanks, yeah. everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks for driving in my lift. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, that reminds me. Have you guys seen Barry? Yes. Yes. Isn't that scene? There's a scene in Barry where he's doing Glengarry Glen Ross as the nicest guy, <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Where he's just like, no, guys, coffee's for closers. And, you know, <laughs> and I just, I laugh at it. Oh, ABC, guys. ABC, always be closing. And, <laughs> and second prize, set of steak knives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's uh, so good to me. Mm. That shows, it's so funny because, he, like, he, Bill Hader won the Emmy for Best Actor in a Comedy. Mm-hmm. And there are comedic moments of Barry, but I don't feel I don't feel that it is really a comedy. Oh, this is okay. I want to know. I want to hear you guys because I do think it's a comedy. I think that Matt's right. It has comedic elements, especially the uh, the Chechnians, like the the bald Chechenian. Mm-hmm. Like obviously that guy was there for comic Com- relief. Yeah. Um, but I I think that. It is if it is a comedy, it is definitely on the border with other things. Really, um, I did find things funny, but I have found things funny in dramas. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, there's far too much murder <laughs> for for I think to be just a straight comedy. But I mean, I don't know. I I. I think that that is something that we're kind of changing in our culture a lot right now. Because in the 80s, we had all these comedies that were straight up like goofballs, doing terrible things to women, like mm-hmm. that were just like, True enough. you're trying to do laughs per minute type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Arrested Development is like a laughs per minute type of a thing. But we're kind of entering into an era where comedy is much more about the tension being built up than it is about the jokes per minute. Hmm. So I would definitely Writing consider down so topic for next <laughs> to five. <laughs> ah, comedy. <laughs> comedy. Uh, so that's why I would consider it just like a straight comedy just because of the current climate we're in. Hmm. I mean, there's 
there's other examples of that not being the current climate we're in, like the good place and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I I'm not sure. I don't. I think that's a good point mm-hmm. that I don't know if I agree with. Yeah, and the reason why is because it makes me feel sad. <laughs> it makes you feel sad. But well, the Barry, I think it's a very sad show. Oh, I it think, is a very mm-hmm. sad show. I yeah. think the Barry character is incredibly sad. Yeah, um, I think. I think it's funny like Pulp Fiction's funny. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not, it isn't going for last per minute. Right, right. And there is a much more um, dark tone running throughout the show that is pervasive, but situationally. But I don't think it's ironically funny either. Like Pulp Fiction's ironically funny, right? I think there were some, I think there were like when, when was it named Mr. Wolf? Right. When he says, you know, it's 20 minutes from here, I'll be there in nine. And yeah. Yeah. Comes tearing around the corner. Yep. Or That's when true. he blows the guy's head off in the car. Yeah. I mean, it's a laugh ride. Yeah. I mean, that is. <laughs> but I mean, it is a, it is a shock laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And know. then their conversation afterwards is a shock laugh. I, I am definitely, though, of the opinion that you don't have to laugh for something to be funny. Interesting. Hmm. I do. <laughs> I'm oh. kidding. Wow, let's <laughs> fight about it. Why? Why? Why laugh at comedy? <laughs> you know who that character sounds like? Who? He sounds like the elf that's in charge in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh. The one that eventually oh, ends up yeah, getting the yeah. toothache and, and Herbie has to take his tooth out. If only <laughs> someone would help. <laughs> now, get out of my lift. <laughs> Damn test. I love uh, going back to the Starbucks bit. I've been to Starbucks yeah. more than I'd like to admit. They never look at you like, huh? No. When you say you want a coffee. Yeah. They go, I, they may go, do you have a roast that you would like or just regular yeah. coffee? Yeah. And and if, you, go, if you don't know the name, nobody's going to look at you like you're stupid. Right. Yeah. Cause, cause you know what? It's not that big of a deal. They just want you out of their line. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care. <laughs> they, they, want don't, you, they want that interaction to be as short as humanly possible. <laughs> at no point does somebody say coffee to a Starbucks barista and the barista responds, dual foam, macchiato, almond milk, soy latte. No. Yeah, that's. Like, I mean, that's, because if they did, they should be fired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they should just not have a job anymore. Yeah, I like that guy was saying things that one of my uncles had said one time to my cousin, who was a manager at Starbucks. Oh, yeah, and she was like. I have literally never seen anybody do that. Ever. I think this is one of those imagined scenarios that people it is. like the victim, sort of weird victimy imagined scenario. Yeah, it's like right. I'm the victim because I can't order coffee. Right. Oh my god! And these entitled millennials behind the counter are always trying asking to keep me, me questions. Yeah, asking me questions. <laughs> it's a terrible. They came into work at 10 a.m. How dare they? Right. Except that they were probably <laughs> right, more there probably, at 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, mm-hmm, I hate my life. But it's a, it's another thing. I mean, I'm. Sh- I don't want to say that nobody was bullied for being kind of nerdy or anything like that. I mean, I was definitely bullied, but it wasn't for like video games or something like that. But I feel like there's a big, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it, like zeitgeist of people who are like, oh yeah, video games means I was bullied in high school and stuff. 
And it's like, what? right. I, I don't feel like that that was the case. I feel like that I, was I didn't not know. Not the case. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know anybody Anyone who, who didn't, didn't play, play video, video games. games. Right. But I mean, like with comic books or anything like that, like nerdy stuff, like nerds kind of get this like victim complex of, oh my gosh, I was bullied so much because of this. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, well, you probably weren't. I mean, you might have been bullied for other things. Yeah, I mean, I was bullied for being an awkward ass teenager, and mm-hmm. like, not yeah. that I deserve to be bullied or anything like that, but I know that it wasn't because of what I liked; it was because of how I came off. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that a lot of times, what would happen is the things that you like would end up just being used as a weapon. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't because you liked comic books. It was because you were, a, you know, a whatever, a doofus or something, and you just happened to be reading comics all the time. They know you like comics. They're going to use that against yeah. you. Yeah, always. Yeah. I, you know, like I th- when I think about high school and junior high school in particular, like the kids who got it, mm-hmm. like really took it on the chin. Yeah. Were, were people who couldn't help it. Yeah. You know, like they... Like maybe somebody with a headgear and... Like, uh, or it was uh, just big like glasses and somebody who maybe couldn't like, like say, their control, the, say, control their ADHD. I'm describing myself. I'm I sorry. was just going to say, <laughs> yeah. say they went to like the glasses, like to get glasses. And the, the woman behind the counter was a goddamn liar. <laughs> and she was like, no, everybody's getting blue tints on their blue frames. <laughs> and I, and, the and cool I mean, no, not me. I don't. Uh, this is totally. This is totally. <laughs> Look, just, like, everybody knows door. at least one kid who had transitions that yeah. were basically wearing sunglasses all day in yeah. school. <laughs> Yeah, but they were like not really sunglasses. They were just kind of like dishwasher so dirty, <laughs> dishwasher dirty glasses all day. Yeah, but yeah, but no one like that. No, I, I like those types of things. Or it's just like when I think about those kids, or even myself, it was something innately in them that was so different than yeah the person. Where it was just like something that bullies could attach to, right? Yeah. Where it was like, like psychologically yeah. or physically. like it was very natural for this one kid that I'm thinking of to be like he wasn't athletic, right? He was pudgy, and he had a high pitched voice. Yeah. Oh no. And that was like, and and then he, but he wanted to be friends with people. Yeah. So there was a part of him, part of the engines in, inside of him, that would make him reach out. Yeah. And be like, hey guys, and it's just like. It's over. Yeah, it's over for you, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, uh, Tony Bonanno yeah. and Batos. Oh, yeah. or yeah. no, Larry. Larry Batos wasn't. Oh, wasn't not Larry Batos. Sorry. Yeah, I, Tony Bonanno has yeah. to be then. Yeah, yeah. Because we'll he used to. Yeah, we should cut that out. Uh, but but I, he, I remember it because I. He was the one who got a boner in his. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, poor guy. Like one of those fucking things where it's like. Game over. It's yeah. There's nothing you can do, and yeah. There's yeah, and like when you're wearing sweatpants to school, yeah. There's nowhere to hide, dude. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's, yeah, cut. Let's cut, cut there cut and let's get. Uh, it, what it is is that they're so authentically them, but who they are is like they're loud. Like there's this thing over there that's like oh, one of those yeah. things that's in front of a cell phone store that is like with wacky yeah. arms <laughs> yeah. and, and things like that. And yeah. like other kids look at it and they're like, oh, he's drawing attention to himself right. and I want nothing to do with it. Right. And then the kids who are mean are just like, well, I know that these fucking cowards aren't going to say anything. Right. So I'm going to just pick on him and everybody will be more afraid of me. Right. 
Just like and I am of my dad. <laughs> like, just, exactly. It's like, yeah. This is what my dad says is what I'm supposed to do. So right. Yeah. This is super cool, right? And so it, I mean, I feel bad for anybody who gets bullied. It's terrible, but it's not because of what you like. It's, it's just. It's what you like fueling. Yeah. You. Yeah. It, it's what you like. Okay. Let me let me think if I can, I, unless you've got something there, Matt. Um, well, I was going to say that. I think that for almost every case, that's true. But sometimes when people like things that are so out of out of the norm, sometimes that can draw attention to them. Yeah, that's true. Like, let's yeah. say that... Uh, let's say that you are, you know, a, a 14-year-old boy and pretty normal except you really, really like Chinese opera and listen to it loudly on your headphones. Yeah. That is not something that is common to Western ears. And no, so they'll yeah. hear it and think like, the fuck are you listening to? That can sometimes yeah. things like that. Especially, can, it, I mean, I feel like that stuff is just compounded because people who usually like the edge case stuff, that the weird stuff are kind of socially awkward. Yeah, you know? I, yeah. So I, it just kind of compounds, maybe. I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Like, because it it sets you apart, right? Yeah. Like being bland and right down the middle makes you cool, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> like I like the thing that yeah. everybody likes. I don't think that that's necessarily what makes somebody cool. I think that's what makes somebody fit in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because your, cool like, people, cool people, at least to me, were always people that liked things a little bit out of that. Right. And so they I hate to say they like set trends, but they were the ones who kind of led the people who didn't have necessarily necessarily their own opinions or tastes outside of, you know, that one percent one way or the yeah. other to like things outside of that. Mm hmm. I can see that. And I think as a teenager and even into adulthood, fitting in is like, what else do you want? It's like, you please let me fit in. Please don't let me be the weirdo who stands out there. And then I open my mouth and I'm like, blah, 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 Dr. Demento, weird Al (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let me bring up this Ann Mira. (laughs) It's it's still a record I have. It's it's really cool, guys. It's just, if you want to listen to some improv on a record, it's cool. (laughs) I promise. It's Jerry Stiller. You don't, he's on Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, that was that. my high school experience. <laughs> there, goes like, the, there goes that horrible man again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, why don't we take a quick break and uh, we'll be back with more matters after this. Yeah. All the ladies say ho. ho. All the hoes say ho. Say ho. Ha. 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 Yeah. 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 Here we go. Welcome back to Matters. Um, Before we go into what we're into this week, just wanted to make sure that we closed out any of the topics that we were uh, talking about in the last segment. 
Um, so Matt's doing better now. Yeah, I see I've, more life. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of light behind the eyes now. <laughs> the frog it yeah. seems to have been like, well, I'm packing up and moving on. <laughs> I'll see you later. Um, see so you smooth. in a couple hours, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> see you later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hearsay Studios, they're for real. We love them. Yeah, we love Gabber. Thanks, yeah, man. So, yeah. uh, I, I like that we're collaborating. I do too. I think um, it, I feel like only Podcast Detroit as a network is pretty much the only ones that are really, really making money. Yeah. Because they've kind of like because they're monetizing their studio time. Well, they're they're twofold, right? right? They have they have podcast uh, it and the D, mm-hmm. which really set them up for success mm-hmm. that they were able to get with um, mid roll, and start getting commercials during their yeah. during their podcast, which gives them you know major sponsors during their show. Yeah, which gives them credence to be like, we're a show that made it. You should do your work with us. Yeah, and then. But I, when I think about what I want to do, that isn't it. No, me neither. Like I don't, th- you know, I don't think that the way that I want to monetize this is by uh, doing studio time for other people. No, because mm-hmm. I. That's feel how like we started. That's how we were going to start. But I don't think that we're going to go down that path in the future. I think what we're going to try to do is much more like local business focused. And much more, uh, like, communicating with businesses directly rather than using an ad network or anything like that. See, I think that's where you can have success, some much more success. Uh, yeah. Where you find somebody, like my friend uh, Josh Toomey mm-hmm. does puck hockey, which I want to say is like a local business to him. He's out of, like, Tennessee. Okay. and But I think he's in Indiana-Tennessee border right now. Right. And he connected with a local business yeah and it, it was like want to sponsor the show yeah i reach this many people if you have a website that actually sells stuff yeah you know it's kind of a natural fit yeah it's very much i mean even if it's even if it's just like something that somebody's just selling like crocheting things out of their basement or whatever on etsy yeah like i feel like as long as then it's also good because the people who are advertising your product actually use it and like it. Like, how many more fucking mattresses could we have a commercial for? You yeah. know? Well, Casper or Purple, purple, or, purple or, or, yeah, on like, the Tough to Needle. You guys are not trying all these mattresses. You guys don't care about the mattresses. Why do I care about buying it from your company? That's my big monetizing thing is like, people who are going to listen to these local places are going to go to them because they care about what the people or go to their website right right exactly yeah i'm i'm much more or or like for transmissions something that's an affiliate marketing like shutter yeah mm-hmm. like yeah, use yeah. our code to get this much that makes a lot more sense yeah, cuz my neighbors are dead do that they do that mm-hmm. and that makes a lot more sense to me yeah than because when i again when i was in philly and they were like you know, we're not really going to talk to you until you get like 50,000 downloads an episode. Yeah. And I was like, bitch, if I'm at 50,000 downloads an episode, oh I don't need to come to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't it's, need to come to yeah. you. <laughs> Why am I now going to give you 30%? Why am I now like helping 
you when you didn't help me when I was <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 If you didn't love me when I was five downloads, <laughs> you don't deserve me when I'm 50,000 downloads. Yeah. But like, seriously, like at that point, then it's like, holy crap, we've got something here. Yeah. Because like the thing that I realized more and more and another reason that we're, you know, you're the first day of trying to stack downloads, mm-hmm. uh-huh, which I don't think we talked about in the first section. We talked before we started recording. We're stacking them. We're stacking mm-hmm. some recordings so we can pull parts out mm-hmm. and point people to this content. Right. Like, it's super hard for me to be like, listen to this show. Listen to Matters. Yeah. Why? Why would I listen Why to Why would it? I go through the hassle of this finding it? An impossible then, task yeah. of finding it. Thank God we're we're going to be on Spotify by the end of the week. Oh, nice! Yeah, uh, transmissions. Yeah, I know on. transmissions is on Spotify, and I saw that Roach Coach was as Roach well. Roach Coach so is. Really cool. They finally streamlined that process, which just was like, thank God. Yeah, because it was like fill out this form or be with a host. Well, yeah, Spooky, Sexy, Scary got on it. Very, we got on it months ago because our host was in communication with them. Yeah, to be able to do it. But now they've kind of opened the floodgates. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. So I'm trying to get everything on before they close those gates. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about the analytics yet, but oh, I'll t- I want to talk to you about it. Yeah. After, uh, off the mic. Uh, off the pod. Uh, off mic. But like we, we have talked about what makes people listen to shows. Yeah. You know, like we asked that of each other last week during transmissions. Mm-hmm. I ask everybody I know who listens to shows. I'm like, what makes you listen to a podcast? And like, number one is I know somebody who's on it. Mm -hmm. So that's either I know somebody famous or it's one of my friends. Right. You know, like I'm going to give a Paul F. Tompkins podcast a listen to. Right. Almost no matter what he says it is. Yep. And I might be like, oh, this is the rambling Paul podcast. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Yeah, or this is the improvising or the character Paul right. of Tompkins podcast. I'm in and I can listen to it forever. Right. Yep. So it's like, cool. But other than that, it's like getting it recommended to you, or you being super duper interested in, in, in that subjects. niche. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, th- so. That's uh, I listen, or at least I I did when I had a lot more time at a job to listen to podcasts. Like when I was a contractor, I I could listen to podcasts all day and no one would interrupt me. But at you where know, you are now, yeah, at where I am, yeah, now, I can't listen I, to I, them at I work at all. Yeah, I have to listen to it on the way home or something like that. Um, but this one particular podcast, I don't even remember how I found it, but it was kind of a reimagining of Kolchak the Night Stalker. Only instead of a reporter, he's a blogger. Okay, mm. um, and. There are parts of it I like, and there are parts of it that make me cringe. Um, but overall, I think that there was like 51% non-cringe and 49% <laughs> cringe that made me continue listening. Um, but like that was just something that I was interested in because I remember really liking Kolchak from when I was a kid. Um and it just, I don't even remember how it came up. I just was, I think I was looking through like Google Play podcasts and it came up as a suggestion. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I listened to it and gave it a shot and 
listened to geez like the entire first season of it um but they it it was weird once they got on uh this particular network like some i don't remember what the network was that they got on but they became much less frequent in their updates they used to be every other week mm-hmm. uh and then it just stopped for a couple months yeah and it was it was really weird and i i've checked a couple times and it looks like they started back up but they i mean they really were off for like six months or something oh wow i mean i'm very forgiving of that especially in podcasts where it's not like part of a major network well and this is i mean this is also scripted by one guy right and you know they've they've got a a group (coughs) of actors who do all the parts and there is some sound design done and stuff so I'm yeah. I am very willing. Like I didn't cancel my subscription or anything. Right, I'm right. I'm still getting it. It's just I it was it was weird it's that there wasn't weird. even like a hey guys we're you know we're getting ready for season two. Yeah, here's you know right. something to to tide you over. Like they did that a few times of like hey here's something that we did for a different podcast. You know a couple years ago that we think you might like. So here you go. Uh, but they didn't do that. And it was really weird. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. That's odd. It yeah. is. I, I mean, I could, I could probably like go back and, and listen again yeah, and maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe Catch I missed up. something. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, th- things, things that make me listen to a podcast. You're, you're very right. That, knowing people is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but also they have to be about topics that I really like once in a while. I will listen to something, um, because I'm familiar with the content like a uh, hidden brain. Oh, okay. Because, uh, Shankar Vedantam is, is on NPR all the time. And you know, the hidden brain podcast is part of an NPR like group yeah. of podcasts. And it's always really, really interesting stuff. Like it might seem like it's going to be a really dry topic, but it somehow they're able to make it very, very interesting. Yeah. Well, let me just say really quick, that just reminded me it flashed in my brain. So picture this May's Bank Bangkok Cafe. Okay. Chris Fortin and uh, I don't know if you know Angela Bridges are sitting across the table from me, and I'm sitting there. And I'm like I I have an epiphany and I have to tell you guys something. <laughs> I'm like, I only really like listening to podcasts that are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> in my head, it sounded like such oh, a revelation. In your head, you were like, guys, I've got a nugget. I've got yeah, something a to nugget say. from the heavens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only and interested. As soon as, I said, as soon as I said it, I knew I was done. <laughs> I was like... I am so stupid. Like that's so Guys, I'm only interested in interesting <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to know what their reaction was. Oh, I, their face their faces just looked like do we know you? Are you somebody we're friends with? Or they didn't, they didn't laugh? Oh, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure there is some like you idiot. How dare you even <laughs> speak in like Oh, oh my I, God. he's just an interesting flash in my head. I just That's had awesome. Yeah, and that is funny. 
let's let's move on. Let's just yeah. make sure that we closed everything out. Okay. Uh, did we have anything else on the nerd stuff or the bullying stuff? Oh, I just wanted. I did want to say that I hate how it's co-opted. I hate how bullying is co-opted now, where the president of the United States is saying he's being bullied. Kanye oh, West yeah, is yeah. saying he's bullied. Like, you guys are not getting bullied. Right. You know, you can't just... You can't have power and be, and be bullied. bullied at the yeah. same... You can't. Yeah, bullying is all about a power dynamic. And when you are on the top, you are not getting no, bullied. No, people telling you you are wrong is not being bullied. <laughs> yeah, people having legitimate concerns about your policies or what you say or do... Not bullying, and I know that's an obvious thing to everybody. It just irritates me, and I just well, I don't think I, I, that's the thing is I don't think it is an obvious thing for a lot of people because when you when you listen to some people talk and they talk about oh he is he is being bullied and white yeah. people are you know white people are the most discriminated group in the country yeah. like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You're not being. I just <laughs> want a coffee <laughs> that is a coffee size. <laughs> when I say coffee, I mean coffee. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. Right now, it's so stupid. It's just a bunch of garbage cans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's not. I mean, it just. It, and it feels stupid too. It doesn't feel like the real world. It doesn't feel like the real world. It, it no, doesn't. it just. But how dare you, you, you leftist, <laughs> you, uh, radical leftist. Yeah. Oh, man. I When I was on my way home on Friday, uh, we had a, a team building thing at Atwater. Oh, cool. So we, uh, we all got a lime and drove it to Atwater from um, like the Renaissance Center area. Okay. Um, and so, you know, we... I think we left around 5.30 or 6. And I was driving home, and I don't know why, but I get calls from the NRA all the time. And they're always asking me for money or something, and it's like, I do not in any way support you. Stop calling me. Yeah. And the dude calls, and he was going through his script and whatever, and the shit he started to say, I had had enough, and I just unleashed on this guy and then i felt kind of bad for a little <laughs> bit because it was like this guy is just doing a job yeah. reading a script and so it was like all right sorry dude go ahead read your script and so he read the whole thing and then he was like can i count on you for support and i was like you can tell oliver north to take that <laughs> tote bag and shove it right up his ass <laughs> <laughs> so then how about at the 15 dollars oh level god and so, like, after after a while, I figured this guy was just having fun with me now. And it mm -hmm. was like, no, I'm never going to get anything from your service. I hope the NRA dies in a fire. Have yeah. a nice day. End. <laughs> and I mean, like, I felt bad for a little bit because I yelled at this guy who was just doing his job. But then it was like, you work for the devil. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 But seriously, that tote bag yeah. is pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> makes up for all those accidental deaths. <laughs> Or intentional. Or personal. Yeah, or or yeah, 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 purposeful ones, yeah. Um, all right. We've reached the part of the show where we talk about what we're into this week. Um, I can go first because it's fresh in my mind. Guys, I love me some balloon letters spelling your name. 
<laughs> I don't know if you saw this on your way in, but there is a party happening oh, yeah, at one of my yeah, neighbors' yeah, house. I did over there, it. Joe. Joe is having a party, and how do I know Joe's having a party? Because Balloon on letters. his front yard, there is multiple balloons attached to the letter J, and it just oh looks like gosh. the full three-dimensional balloon. I need, to, I need balloon. to find this and look oh, at it. It's right it outside awesome. my door. <laughs> so Joe's having a party. Good for Joe. Yeah. Balloon letters. I celebrate you. I wonder how much I... How, how That's much the I, thing. Is how, much is how much does that cost? Yeah. If how, I could have... Can I DIY that? Is oh, you could definitely you could, DIY, you could definitely that. DIY that, right? Yeah. You just need a bag full of balloons. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a that was my first thought. First thought. <laughs> bag <laughs> of balloons. Bag of balloons. Yep. Time together. Yep. Spell a name. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I have to learn the alphabet first. Okay. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. All sorry. Right. Go to kindergarten. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> learn the ABCs. Yep. And the English ABCs. Oh, okay. And not, not any not other Latin ABCs. Right. Not the Latin ABCs. <laughs> By the way. Oh, since you said Latin. Okay. Um, on on uh, the old Facebook, the Book of Face, mm-hmm. um, somebody had posted, share if you agree that teachers should teach cursive in school. And I was like, uh, does it really does it really matter that much? I'm like, uh, I almost responded in Latin, share if you think we should teach Latin <laughs> in school. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It was yeah. it wasn't like teach. It was like ensure that every kid knows how to oh, knows wow. cursive. Just take a nap. <laughs> it's gonna be so much more helpful for the kid to take a nap than learn cursive. <laughs> I'm like, once I'm in business meetings every day. Yeah, I have worked in the professional world for over twenty years. Yeah, I have used cursive zero percent of yeah. that. Oh yeah, I yeah, I have never used cursive once. Now, if you think Not calligraphy is important, cool. Yeah. If you think handwriting is important, cool. Yeah. If your kid falls in love with it, there should be. A, awesome. I mean, I'm awesome. not saying I'm not saying that they shouldn't be able to teach it. Like they should have a class for kids if they want to go to that class. But like, but to force it, like, but like typing, yeah, is a hundred times more. Everyday practical right now. Yeah. It's like they stopped teaching semaphore at some right. point. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just grinded my gears. Wow. Um, Stop teaching these kids cursive. How much, how much do you want to bet that that was like a Russian bot? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it was like cursive to learn. Cursive. Da. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. Yet no cursive. All I want <laughs> is a Russian bot that kind of knows English better than me. <laughs> now pull my tooth out. Um, <laughs> Matt or JR, do you have anything? I, I, I'm going to say that I love The Good Place so oh, much. Oh, such a great show. Such a great show. Can't wait for it to come back. Uh, it's back. <gasps> what? Yeah, you've missed three episodes. Ah! The first two are in the same bundle, so you're good on that. So you missed two episodes. All right. Well, it should <laughs> be on Hulu then. So I yeah. Can. All right. Uh, Hulu. Have you seen The Good Place yet, Matt? He I have not. I'm, I'm, Matt, I'm sleeping on The Good Place. Matt, wake up. This yeah. fucking show it's is so good. So amazing. It is like, it is the most uncynical, like pure comedy that you can watch on TV. Matt's been ra- raving about it. Dude. 
I am. Good. We, You're a we're gonna down. get him on this train, Matt. We have oh. to get him on. Jen Hansen and I have been yeah. trying on for for a while. I'm glad train. we have. I'm glad we have three now. Yeah. It's just been tough for me to hop into a show that I know I'm gonna love, and then watch all of them with how busy I am. Wow. You know, you know, I did, Matt. I What's made that? time for the good place. Well, what I, I made it, time. The thing is, if I make time for the good place, right, I have to then justify the thing that I'm not. And you can justify time. it by saying I'm watching the good place. All right, he's all right. right. I'm just teasing. he's right. He's right. Um, highlights uh, of the good place. Oh man, without any spoilers, spoily for um, the I personally love. Whenever Eleanor tries to swear yep. and it gets replaced with something yep. else, that's the fun. That's hilarious. I love Janet. Oh love my god, Jan- Janet is so great. Janet and her reboots mm-hmm. are perfect. And um, whenever uh, there's a character who she's not like an android, she's just a, a th- she's basically like imagine android. if Siri was a person. Yeah, yeah. If Siri was a person, this is what Janet is. But they have to reboot her, and before she gets rebooted, she has she's automatically programmed or whatever to beg for her life, but she doesn't have feelings. Yeah, and she'll she'll say like, and once again, I just want to remind you, I am not a person. Yeah, I am not alive. You are not killing me. No, don't touch it. Oh my oh, god, my children. I have children. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. It's so great. Uh, I need to see that in context. Ah, yeah. uh, all right. All right, the good place. That's three. You will, you will watch it. Yep. All right. All right, Maddie. Oh. Uh, well, I got um, I got some new music this week, which was pretty cool. Oh, oh which was Delta Bombers. Oh yeah. Um, Are they local? Uh, no, they're out of California, I believe. Okay. Um, but they are pretty cool. Um, I. That's a crisp T-shirt. Just because way. I got. I got the T-shirt the other day. I was like, that had to. It had to be a deal. Was it after yeah. drinking some 1702. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? 1792 small 17, batch. Yeah, yeah. Smooth. smooth. Um, it's smooth, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> um, that all made sense to me in my head. Oh, yeah. it made sense while I was reading it, <laughs> and then I was like, Matt has lost his mind. I know the context of all of this, and I don't need any more. <laughs> I can see it all happening. <laughs> um, I tried to find a GIF of perfect level, and there wasn't. I one. know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I got their three records. Were they um, surf, surf music? Uh, no, they are kind of like rockabilly. Okay. Um, they're 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 great. Um, I I first heard them. Um, on a Pandora station that I created for the Cramps, um, where I've been I've been cultivating that station for uh, for months, and so it plays a lot of really cool stuff. And uh, I remember the first time I heard them, I was like, "Whoa! Like, I, who, who the hell are these guys? I've never heard these guys before." And then just every time one of their songs came on, it was like, "Hey, that's that band again." And I yeah. looked and I'd, I'd thumb up and. Yeah, and then I eventually mean, you're just like, no, I'm yeah, gonna buy now, an album. Yeah. yeah, I, I, you know, when I like a band, I try to buy their stuff, and yeah, so yeah. I bought their stuff on Tuesday, I think. Cool. I like it. I like it. I, I recommend like it, it. I like if it. if you like um, rockabilly and stuff in that vein. Uh, 
So I went to Naples a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, and the weirdest thing happened. You know the coffin cats? Yes. There was coffin po- cats are on are on my the poster. The poster for coffin cats was in Naples. There was a poster like just it wasn't like a tour or anything. It was just like a coffin cats poster. Coffin cats are a local rockabilly. Band. They're from Detroit, right? Uh, coffin cats? I don't know. Okay, I thought they were from Detroit. Anyway, that's what really impressed me. I was like. Wow, this is weird. I think coffin cats are kind of like in Italy, like gothabilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they're yeah, they're pretty cool. They're like a punk rockabilly thing. Yeah, I like it. Jr., how yep. can people find you and find your podcasts? Uh, you can find me at Jr. Alamode and all the things that means with ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, and uh, our podcasts. We do spooky, sexy, scary. We need a central place to really you need advertise. A hearsay. We have studio. hearsaystudios.com. Okay. Uh, but it's 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 in flux, guys. It's, it's always in flux. in flux. Yeah. What's feel, going on? Huh? What's going on? I feel like uh, we can do things better. I, I love feel it. Like we can do things better. But the, our our current ones are up on hearsaystudios.com. Cool. So, so that's where we can find them. Yep. Yep. I feel the same way about Gabber. We haven't like really touched it up in about a year so yeah yeah probably needs a a little a little sweet a little paint. Yeah. yeah just a new layout new yeah. design yeah squarespace gives us templates all the time mm-hmm. make the dream come true <laughs> the, the big dream no dream to have a website that looks great <laughs> squarespace and we use it <laughs> it's out there squarespace yep <laughs> These are rejected Advertising Advertisers are flocking to us right now. <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> website. Do it. <laughs> Squarespace. Look. Look at us. On the internet. They... Squarespace. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> Who's learning HTML now? <laughs> you, Grandma. All I'm saying <laughs> is that I like my hypertext markup language easier <laughs> wow. uh manny how can people get in contact with you i am at karate dracula on uh, twitter and instagram and i am at matt noss on twitter matt noss 77 on instagram uh, matt noss on facebook boy oh boy we are at matters pod on facebook and twitter and that is about it yeah thank you so much for coming on jr thank you for having me Dude, it's been a blast yeah and we will catch you on the next episode of Matters. The strength. It sounds really weird on the new mic. I know, right? It's rich. Everything's it's very whole. <laughs> <laughs>